You're listening to the Garden City Church Podcast. We just want to say thanks so much for tuning in. And if you enjoy what you hear today, please subscribe, share, and review the podcast. If you want to support what Garden City is doing, you can go to GardenCityNW.com slash give or click on give in the show notes. Let's dive into this week's message together. We believe everyone is on a journey and our goal at Garden City is to help every person, every person that comes through our doors or through our digital doors to join Jesus on a journey toward flourishing. We want you to have a flourishing life with God. We're going to look at a story in scripture in the book of Acts about a spiritual journey and just about the important steps that we take in that journey. So let's pick up in chapter 8, verse 26. An angel from the Lord spoke to Philip, at noon take the the road that leads from Jerusalem to Gaza, and this is a desert road. And so he did. And meanwhile, an Ethiopian man was on his way home from Jerusalem, where he had come to worship. He was a eunuch and an official responsible for the entire treasury of Candace. Candace is the title given to the Ethiopian queen at that time. So this is a major figure with uh, a lot of influence in a nation. He's likely uh, Jewish. He's going to worship. Um, because he's uh, a, a eunuch, there's all kinds of uh, cultural uh, and social implications about what uh, not being able to worship like in the temple, but wanting to express his faith. So he's traveling. Philip gets told by the Spirit like to go to this place, and uh, here he kind of encounters this Ethiopian um, leader. It says this in verse 28. He was reading the prophet Isaiah while sitting in his carriage. The Spirit told Philip, approach this carriage and stay with it. Running up to the carriage, Philip heard the man reading from the prophet Isaiah, reading the Bible, and he asked, do you really understand what you're reading? (laughs) Have you ever had a moment like that where you're reading the Bible or hearing someone read the Bible and you're like, I don't even know if I understand that. Um, This is a good question. Do you understand what you're reading? The man, the Ethiopian, replied, without someone to guide me, how can I? So he's reading it, but he doesn't fully understand it, but he's drawn to it. Then he invited Philip to climb up and sit with him. So they're on separate journeys. Uh, The Spirit of God brings them to this encounter, and all of a sudden they're on the journey together. This was the passage of Scripture that he was reading. It says this, like a sheep he was led to slaughter, and like a lamb before its shear is silent, so he didn't open his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was taken away from him. Who can tell the story of of his descendants because his life was taken from the earth? The eunuch asked Philip, tell me, about whom does the prophet say this? Is he talking about himself or somebody else? Starting with that passage, Philip proclaimed the good news about Jesus to him. This passage is about Jesus. As they went down the road, As they traveled farther on the journey, they came to some water. The eunuch said, look, water, what would keep me from being baptized? Because of this man's situation, um, not being able to have children, uh, being a eunuch at that time, there were certain things in worship and in faith that uh, were limit. he was limited in. But here in this moment where he's realizing who Jesus is, he's learning from Philip about uh, Jesus' love for him. And the transforming power 
he, he also realized, like, I have access, full access to God through Jesus. What could keep me from being baptized? What in my life could keep me from being baptized? What, is there anything that's bigger than God's love that's pulling me into the family of God, pulling me into a relationship with Jesus? Verse 38, he ordered that carriage to halt. Both Philip and the eunuch went down to the water where Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Lord's spirit suddenly took Philip away, just whisked him away. This amazing moment. The eunuch never saw him again, but went on his way rejoicing and probably proclaiming the name of Jesus down into Ethiopia. How incredible is that? Philip found himself in another place, another story, but this is where we're going to land our story for today. I just wanted to make a few quick observations about this story. The good news of Jesus broke into this Ethiopian man's world. Like, like the spirit guided Philip um, to the Ethiopian. The, the Ethiopian had the Bible. So notice the scriptures, uh, a Jesus follower, a conversation, a spiritual conversation happens to, to help bring the good news into this man's heart. And not only is the good news of Jesus breaking into this Ethiopian man's world in this amazing way, the good news of Jesus spoke specifically to his world, his situation. So that question, what would keep him from being baptized? Well, in faith circles in, in this man's life, it's if you if you look at his situation, he's you know, he's living in Ethiopia, he's working for a, you know, a Gentile leader, he's a eunuch. Um, there's all these again, religious um, ramifications and maybe limitations on him. And he's reading in the book of Isaiah about a man who served the world, saved the world, did it all without like striking back, was the opposite of what a lot of leaders are seen as. And then at the end of it, who who can tell his story? It kind of asks, who can his descendants tell? No, he doesn't have descendants. This man, Jesus, doesn't have descendants because his life was cut short. He doesn't have a family. So much of your life and your identity was in your family. And as a male in this in this culture, um, being able to have a family uh, was uh, was huge to your identity. And the eunuch who cannot have a family is reading about Jesus who didn't have a you know, wasn't able to have kids of his own. His life was cut short. I think that the Holy Spirit is putting his hand right on this man's heart, right on the area of pain, and and showing him how Jesus not only knows his story, but is here to actually bring him into a family that is greater than anything he could have ever imagined. He's he's entering the family of God. So in this moment, they come across water. This man's just just believed in Jesus, just begun his journey with Jesus toward a flourishing life with God, a new life with God. And he asks this question, what would keep him from being baptized? And the answer is nothing. So often, I don't know where you are in your journey, but there can be all these barriers like of faith, like I don't know enough and I don't have someone to explain scriptures to me. And you know, there's all these things, but I just want you to know God has these amazing ways of providing the people, the scriptures, the moment that we need to take our faith steps. And that could be a, a moment of saying yes to Jesus. I, w- I want you in my life. That could be like, I need to get baptized now. And all those barriers of I'm not good enough or it's not the right time get removed when we're walking with the spirit of Jesus. So what is baptism in this moment of this man's life? It's He's entering the family of God. This is a moment of freedom. 
This is a moment of, of forgiveness and, and putting all the things that are broken in our life and, and giving them to, to Christ and living in a newfound freedom. And again, most I think most importantly in this story, here's a man who doesn't who can't have his own family, and now Jesus has invited him into the family of God. So let me encourage you on your journey today. You know, maybe you're coming from a, a place of hurt or doubt or pain. Like, I don't know your story. Maybe it's just there's a numbness in your life. Maybe there's a, there's a real curiosity and craving you have. I think that God guides us together for moments like this to, to mutually encourage each other to take steps toward Jesus, to take steps with the Spirit of Jesus. So we believe everyone's on a journey, and we want to help you join Jesus on that journey toward flourishing. There's three key steps that we often see for people. That's the step of belonging, believing, and then becoming love. Or another way of looking at it, when you're belonging, it's a time of exploring. When you believe, it's a time of our moment of trusting in Jesus. And then when you're becoming love to your world, it's learning how to follow Jesus in the way of love. Now, in the area of belonging, we have in our church, we say you can belong before you believe. So you can explore faith in Jesus before you believe in Jesus. You can, and you can do that in community. That's so important. And so you might be someone who's maybe reframing your faith or going through form of, a form of deconstruction and reconstruction of your faith. You know, that place of belonging is an important place. Take a step to say, I'm going to continue searching and seeking. Maybe you're somebody who's had no religious background or you're not religious at all. But you are a little spiritually curious, and you're interested in the way of Jesus. Continue taking steps toward Him. Or maybe you're, you've grown up in a really religious background, or have been a religious person, done all the right things. You know, really believe that hey, it's about following the right rules. Maybe there's a growing dissatisfaction with, with maybe some overly simplistic ways of looking at religion and faith that lack nuance and complexity, and and maybe you're just wanting more of Jesus. That's that area of belonging is so important. Take a step to say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pursue that. I'm gonna belong as I believe and spend time asking your questions in community. Now, in the area of believe or trusting in Jesus, um, this is that those moments like the Ethiopian eunuch where he's all of a sudden like realizes the love of God just fully hits him. And he decides to put his trust in Jesus. There's something that changes in him. And uh Trusting Jesus is just saying, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust your leadership. I'm going to trust your way. And I'm going to accept your acceptance of me. And often there's a personal element of commitment and trust here. And it's often publicly shown in a step called baptism. We see this with the the Ethiopian again. And he got baptized. And it it was like this moment of uh, so powerful of revealing the freedom and the forgiveness and the family that he has. And so if you're at a point where you're wanting to take that step from belonging and exploring to like, I'm going to trust in Jesus, or I want to take a public step of faith and show the world that I I trust in him. You know, like the question the Ethiopian uh, asked, what would keep you from trusting in Jesus? What would keep you from baptism? I want to encourage you to take that step of baptism, faith, repentance is the old term of turning toward God and turning away from things that are are broken. And then lastly is that step of becoming love to your world, um, following Jesus toward love. And uh, this is often these steps in our lives of realigning our habits, 
you know, toward Jesus. It's where we become aware of um, that not all other Christians are growing, but we want to grow <laughs> best that we can. We want to. Uh, we see a, a, a connection between our personal faith and then our public faith, and we want to grow in that. Um, not just hide the goodness of God, but we want to live it out in the world. There's just so many important uh, areas of, as we learn to be servants, as we learn to serve with the power and influence God has given us, not to be little dictators of the power and influence, but we love people, we serve people. And if you're at that point where I want to use everything I have to become a servant and to love people, you know, just commit to that. Take a step of, of whatever God's saying to you, take that step. We're here to help you on your journey. Please just let us know how we can help. We want to be your resource. We love you so much. Thanks for joining us this week. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us today. If you have any questions or comments about today's message or would like to contact Garden City Church, reach out at info at gardencitynw.com or click contact in our show notes. Garden City services are made possible by your generosity. Your generosity is love in action. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time.